Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Psalm 102.1 Dear Lord, some days this pain in my heart is too much to bear, but then I remember that you never allow more than I can handle, and no pain is too great for you. Thank you for being my rock and for allowing me to share all my suffering, confusion, and grief with you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. As I began learning this language of lament, I found that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is deeply attracted to people in their brokenness. I had this wrong view of God. I thought he was a judge who told me to suck it up and to just make it through this rough life. But that is not the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible knows that we are fully human. The God of the Bible knows that we experience a variety of emotions even every day. And this God is the only God who invites us to go to him with these emotions in prayer. You see, no other religion offers this personal, deep, intimate prayer language as the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible actually says, not only will I listen to you as you lament to me, not only will I listen to you as you cry out to me, but I have a bottle for your tears. I record your tears. They're not lost on me. I keep them in a bottle. I know how many hairs are on your head. And there is just such freedom that happens when we begin to let our laments out to God. In this episode of Relentless Hope, Esther Fleece Allen teaches us about the language of lament, the definition for lament, and how God wants us to go to Him in prayer for all things, including our grief, confusion, and pain. After experiencing a traumatic childhood that included having to testify in front of a courtroom during her parents' difficult divorce and later becoming an orphan, Esther reveals how she had to learn how to feel her emotions, especially grief, and how God taught her the language of lament and how to incorporate it in her prayer life. Esther reveals her traumatic childhood and how when she was 10 years old, she was forced to testify in front of a courtroom during her parents' difficult divorce. We hear how Esther was forced to read her journal and how humiliated, ashamed, and defenseless she felt when no one, including the judge, came to her aid. She explains how from that experience, she was taught to suck up her emotions, be strong, and just move forward. And how she would spend the next 20 years never allowing anyone to see her emotions, never crying or showing any signs of weakness, and always being strong. But as Esther explains, these were just unhealthy coping mechanisms that she had developed after living through her traumas and having no way to deal with her own grief. As Esther teaches us, when we have no way to operate when grief arises, as it will, we often shut down our prayer life, harden our hearts, and create false coping mechanisms. Esther offers us a chance to reflect on the five false coping mechanisms that she has identified. The first, that faking it will make us stronger. The second, minimizing what we've gone through. The third, that we vow to never make ourselves vulnerable, nor will we trust again. The fourth, 
that we put our past behind us to move forward. And the fifth, the belief that emotions are dangerous and should be avoided at all costs. Esther teaches us that it's okay to embrace all of our emotions, especially the difficult ones, and that God wants us to do this. As Esther says, when we look at scripture, we see deeply spiritual leaders like King David cry out to God. The Bible also shows us that we serve a deeply emotional God whose emotions are all throughout the Bible too. As Esther challenges us to open our hearts and send our prayers of lament to God, because if God lets us into his emotions, so why do we think it's spiritual to keep him out of ours? As Esther explains, God knows we are fully human and that we experience emotions every day. He invites us to go to him with all our emotions in prayer. As Esther shares, when we begin to let out our laments to God, then we can experience a true freedom and a nearness to God that is irreplaceable. And with that, I leave you with today's takeaway of the day from Billy Graham. The Christian life is not a constant high. I have my moments of deep discouragement. I have to go to God in prayer with tears in my eyes and say, Oh God, forgive me or help me. All right. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Relentless Hope, the daily podcast. I'm your host, Max Bard, and every week I'm committed to giving you quick sound bites from this week's episode of Relentless Hope with Steve Katina. If you liked this episode of Relentless Hope, be an inspiration to those around you by sharing this episode with someone you love. You never know the difference you can make in someone's life by sharing Relentless Hope during a tough time. As we sign off, I want you to remember, give hope a voice. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.